0: Well, hello everyone. It is me, Juby, tonight. We're doing a minisode or a mini episode. I don't really know what to call these. Um, Tales from my little creepy crypt. No, I'm not going to get sued over that. But anyway, um, today's story is something I've wanted to talk about for a long time. Um, I have lived in different parts of Long Island over the years. I've lived in New Hyde Park. I've lived in East Meadow, um, Floral Park, which is kind of on the border, so I've, I've known Nassau County pretty well. Um, and I did not hear about Lake Ronkonkoma, which is, to be fair, in Suffolk County. Um, I did not hear about that until I took out the book Weird U.S., or it was Weird New York from the Weird U.S. like travel guide. And I found this story and I'm like, I've never heard of this living in Long Island. Um, The stories I heard about Long Island are uh, the Amityville house, which of course I'm sure everybody knows by now, and the uh, Sweet Hollow Road, which is going to be coming up in a future episode because, again, it's kind of interesting when when you do know the story. Like so many of these stories we've covered, Jersey Devil, Mothman have been in states that I didn't grow up in, I didn't live in, so I don't, you know, I I wouldn't know much about that. But in New York, there were a few things that we have that I've heard about, and then, you know, of course, Georgia has stuff too, so everywhere's haunted, but I guess it's just knowing the legends of where you live. Um, But getting into the Lady of Lake Ronkonkma, I'm going to fuck that up a lot. Um, I thought that my mouth would not be as dry as it is, but here we are. Um, so the story goes that Ronkonkomo is the name of an Indian princess. It's always an Indian princess. Don't know why. I just, it's a, a, whatever. Uh, who fell in love with a white settler who lived near the lake. Upon their meeting, the princess and the settler immediately fell in love And guess what happens, everybody? Their union was forbidden by her father. So every night, they would sneak out to send messages of love to one another. Ronkonkoma would paddle her canoe out to the middle of the lake, where she would then float a message the rest of the way to her lover waiting on the opposite shore. This continued for years, until one day the princess was unable to deal with the arrangement and snapped. She sent a final farewell note to her lover. He received it on the shore, and minutes later, the canoe washed up in front of him as well inside it was the princess's body she had committed suicide in the middle of the lake don't know how doesn't say he committed suicide out of anguish over the death of his one true love don't even know if this was a murder suicide because there's nobody else there to witness it from what this sounds like uh since that day ronkonkoma has haunted the lake becoming known to many as the lady of the lake Angered because she wasn't allowed to love in life, she now drags one man into the lake each year. People say that at least one person has drowned each year in Lake Ronkonkoma for the past 200 years. The large majority of them male. Many others have reported being drawn by some unseen force out to the center of the lake as if something was trying to pull them in these souls have been able to resist the pull of the lady of the lake and have been lucky enough to live to report the existence of this phenomenon and you can actually see a video of this on weird u.s curse of lake ronkonkoma they have a vignette there which i did not watch recently i've definitely seen it though um and then of course it goes on to say that another myth of lake ronkonkoma purports that the lake is bottomless and there are many uh caverns and subterranean passageways and all the bodies that are lost never surface to the lake to the top of the lake because they get sucked into the tunnels and then they turn up in the Long Island Sound which is on the shores of the East River so um, it seems that sometimes the bodies wash have disappeared for as long as three months washing ashore miles away from where they vanished Um, definitely a very dark I mean a lot of stories are dark, but, uh, the whole native aspect is definitely, uh, the thing with Long Island, and I know this just from going to school out there, uh, well, out there is that we did a lot of studies on the Algonquins and the Iroquois. We did like, I know those names back and forth. I knew their culture better than my own native culture. So for me, it was kind of like whatever I could grasp. I didn't have really a big connection, uh, to being Taino because that wasn't really taught or talked about. So, you know, we did get a lot out of those classes learning about, you know, different names and in Long Island, how like Ronkonkma is actually a, um, it is actually a Algonquin word. And I believe that it means, um, big, uh, I have to look it up, but it is Algonquin and The thing that's crazy to me is that it's like, if we know all this stuff, why do we keep getting the same tropes? It's just odd. Um, But in any case, um, so Lake Ronkonkoma was where they had a, um, they actually have honored the Lady of the Lake with a 30 foot tall statue of her carved from trees with a history um, that have been there since 1820 it seems so you know as much as I guess she's a feared lady of the lake she's also very respected which you have to you you gotta respect ghosts and curses and stuff like that because it's you just don't know how any of the energy works that's all I'm gonna say about that but in any case um so kind of going over the claim that you know, a lot of people have drowned in the lake. It seems as though that's probably exaggerated. Um, It kind of feels like, of course, that's played up for the story. People do, unfortunately, drown in a lot of these lakes. So the way that Lake Ronkonkoma is, is it's a, um, it's like a, it's a kettle lake. That's the best term for it. So a kettle lake is basically a um, a lake that's formed by retreating glaciers or drain floodwaters. So blocks of dead ice are pretty much left behind from a glacier, and then that becomes surrounded by sediment, deposited by meltwater, and then there become... <laughs> there become... And then there be... Um, and then the streams are created by the friction. So it kind of feels like a kettle, basically. And the... Depth of the lake can change. It is the largest freshwater lake on Long Island, with about two miles uh, circumference, and it is zero point sixty five miles across on average. Um, so, oh, and here's the meaning: Ronkonkoma comes from the Algonquin expression meaning "boundary fishing lake." So um, that's interesting. I mean, there is fishing there, from what I was reading. They had. Um, different types of they they've had regular you know like bass and stuff but apparently they were saying at one point that they saw piranhas or people wanted to catch piranhas or did catch piranhas I don't know how much of that I believe but whatever um so there's there's a lot of interesting facts about of course the lake and the stories behind it things like that but I didn't find anything in terms of like overall that many more deaths than any of the other lakes in America. Um, There was also an episode of Most Terrifying Places in America that did a special on this. And, I mean, there's definitely those... um, There's those shows where they kind of play up a little too much of it. So, like, it was Most Terrifying Places in America Top 13. Number one was Lake Ronkonkoma. Even in Long Island, it would not be number one. So that's kind of where I stand on that. But it was a fun show to watch. I always recommend it. Um, But in any case, getting back to the story, um, the other legends discuss the fact that she did have a name. And it was that in the 1600s, a young Setuket princess. I don't know why she's still a princess. I guess that would be a term. I don't know i i don't know um her name was Wanta, and she fell in love with a blonde bearded woodcutter they're ripping off john smith again okay um in one version she sees wait in one version i mean there's so many different versions of this too and it was kind of like doing the research and reading it you're like okay that's an interesting aspect that's interesting. like you can tell kind of where it was added um And then between the mid-1800s and late-1970s, there were 160 drownings at the lake. That, it says, well over one a year. Only three were women, and the rest were men. Again, to me, that's kind of like... I think it's grasping at straws. Um, And there were others that said in the 1960s there were 30 drowning victims alone all male so it's the idea there's a few the, the legend that i remember hearing is that they fell in love and either he betrayed her and she killed him and now she kills a man each year or uh she was murdered by his people i don't know i've i've heard those i haven't th- those are the ones i i did hear when i was um when i found out about this the first time on those like really fun websites that like it was really bright pink, and then you'd have, like, yellow letters or whatever, and it was so tacky, but I kind of miss it. Um, and then there's also the fact that the lake, like I said, I mean, at the the deepest part of that lake is 90 feet. And there are 40 foot, 45 foot drops. So there is definitely, I mean, there's there is danger there. And that can happen anywhere. I mean, do we have the statistics on Jones Beach? I don't know. Um, but with the colonization that happened in Long Island, I, I could see that. I, I, I mean, everybody thinks it's freaking cursed anyway. People, the amount of people that tell me, oh, it's Native American curse. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a, mm, nope, that's, that's not really appropriate. Um, and again, I can only speak for my own people and even then not as much as I would like to, but I just feel like there's so many of these stereotypes that go on and it's just like, pushed and pushed but whatever um so there's other research that shows um more women of have, children have drowned in the lake than men there doesn't seem to be any like person that this could be based on there is a movie that came out and it looks like you type it in, it just says film. It doesn't say when. It's called the Legend of Lake ronkonkoma the Lady of the Lake. Even when you click on its IMDb, I don't see where it came out, so I don't know. um It looks like it's one of those really fun, campy movies, which I just watched once and I called Clown, which was kind of fun. I I did enjoy that one. um But so that is the story of Lady, uh, the Lady of R- Lake Runcankama. I definitely encourage you to watch the. Um, weird uh us clip of it and there's a lot of stuff in like the long island blogs now i i really haven't looked this up since i first found out about it but it's definitely got a lot of uh history behind it so i totally recommend that i can't believe i just said totally that's how you know it's late um and yes we will be back this saturday we are going to be doing the flatwoods monster and then we're going to be doing something a little different um not sure kind of how that's going to work yet but I'm working on it um and you can find us on tiktok at, at the happily wedded weirdos you can also find me at the night witch on tiktok frank at frank the tank there's tank on tiktok and then uh instagram is happily wedded weirdos facebook page is happily wedded weirdos I'm still figuring out all of the social media I'm still figuring out what I'm doing but if you are listening thank you so much I really appreciate everybody who listens everybody who subscribes everybody on Instagram who's been so nice to us, and, um, yeah, keep supporting each other, keep supporting each other's podcasts and work, and, uh, we have to work on, like, an intro and an outro on this, because it's just sad, the awkward rambling as we wind down, and I'm by myself, so I can't even blame him, um, but that's it, have a good night, stay safe, and, uh, if you go in the water, I don't know, don't forget to bring a towel, and that's all I got, have a good night.